And two, Valley of Graces, Healing Our Brokenness. This is episode six, and it is entitled, Waiting on God for the Impossible. It can seem like forever when it comes to waiting on God to answer prayer. Ask Joseph, who was sold as a slave and then later put into prison, and then he had to wait for someone to put in a good word for him with the so that he could get out of prison. Abraham was instructed by God to leave his hometown, his family, and his friends, not knowing where his destination would be. God had promised Abraham that he would be the father of many nations. Abraham had to wait 25 years before Isaac was born. Unfortunately, during the waiting period, Sarah talked Abraham into having their son on their own timetable. She encouraged Abraham to have a baby with her mistress, Hagar, who ended up giving Abraham a son, and his name was Ishmael. Hagar taunted Sarah because of her barrenness and slashed back by being abusive towards Hagar. This all happened because of their plan to help God out. This is also what we do. However, even after this whole mess, God still planned on blessing them, just as he still plans on blessing us. But it doesn't mean that we don't suffer the consequences for our actions. In Genesis 17, it says, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless, then I will make my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Abraham fell face down and God said to him, as for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abraham. Your name will be Abraham for I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you and kings will come to you. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. The whole land of Canaan where you now reside as a foreigner I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. 
Then God said to Abraham, as for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you for the generations to come. This is my covenant with you and your descendants after you, the covenant you are to keep. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You are to undergo circumcision and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and you. For the generations to come, every male among you who is eight days old must be circumcised, including those born in your household or bought with money from a foreigner. Those who are not your offspring, whether born in your household or born with your money, they must be circumcised. My covenant in your flesh is to be an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who has not been circumcised in the flesh will be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. God also said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of people will come from her. Abram fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, <laughs> will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? And Abraham said to God, if only Ishmael might live under your blessing. Then God said, yes, but your wife Sarah will bear your son and you will call him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. I will surely bless him. I will make him fruitful and will greatly increase his numbers. He will be the father of 12 rulers and I will make him into a great nation. But not my covenant, I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you by this time next year. When he had finished speaking with Abraham, went up from him. On that very day, Abraham took his son Ishmael and all those born in his household or bought with his money every male in his household and circumcised them as God told him. Abraham 99 years old when he was circumcised and his son Ishmael was 13. Abraham and his son Ishmael were both circumcised on that very day and every Abraham's household including those born in his household or bought from a foreigner was circumcised with him. Here is a poem that I'm describing Abraham and Sarah's dilemma, and it's entitled, Oh, the Pain of Waiting. We are waiting, we are waiting for our son, don't you see? Name is Isaac, it means laughter, waiting for the fam of three. We are waiting, we are waiting for a boy to arrive. We've been waiting way too long, will we still be alive? What you think, my dear Abe? Should we wait any longer? Getting wrinkled, getting old, can't ignore this baby hunger. Take my handmaid, my dear Hagar, she will make your dreams come true. Oh, the opposite with her Ishmael, she will make your heart so blue. Oh, but God kept his word even in all this mess. Here's dear Isaac, here's your son, you are now extremely blessed. Hagar's mean. I can't stand her. Just can't take it any longer. I despise her. Will deny her. Kick them out and make them hunger. Oh, dear Abe, put them out. Sent them packing in the desert. 
Oh, but God, he provided, brought them springs in this mess of hurt. Just in case you get tired from God's promise when you wait. Think of Abe, little Isaac, and then Sarah, his dear mate. Like Abraham on April 25th, 2014, my kids and I left the place that we called home, not knowing where our new home would be, with friends to help us move 99% of our belongings into storage. We had been looking for a new place here for three months, and at this point received somewhere between 50 to 60 rejections. On the day before our Abraham journey, my friend from my mom's group told us that if we hadn't found a place to live, by the time that we exited our town home, which was the scheduled day of our short sale, then all we had to do was to text her and then let her know that we were on our way. I didn't know how God would respond to our prayers for a new home. It was 11 o'clock a.m. Friday, April 25th, and we had just pulled the garage door down and the new buyers were entering the town home to do their final walkthrough. We put the last few things into the U-Haul truck. I texted my friend to let her know that we would take the last few things to the storage unit and then head to her house. We were officially homeless. I was so in shock from the last few days of packing, I really didn't have time to process this fact nor anything else. Although I wanted a place for us to live right away, God had other plans. He wanted us to take a detour before giving us a new place. We needed somewhere to regroup and take a pause on the constant, ongoing trauma and stress we were under. I also needed to increase my faith in God, knowing that he knew what we needed better than we did. Several rejections later, God gave us the stamp of approval on two places on the same exact day. That's the kind of God that we serve. I prayed and I felt in my spirit that it was a chance that would have on my daughter's birthday, and it did. After five weeks of living with my friend, we moved into our new home. Last week was a week of disaster for me, and that's putting it mildly. I ended up having a financial emergency that was totally out of my control. I had made some money the week before, but it didn't cover my emergency. I prayed and I prayed, and the more I prayed, the more that the devil placed doubt in my mind that God would move on my behalf. I had to rebuke it, telling him that all the things that God had already done. And do you remember the dad who came to Jesus on his son's behalf? And in this particular case, the boy was mute but he was possessed by an impure spirit. And this is taken from Mark, the ninth chapter, and 14th through the 27 verses, and I'm going to take us there. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and they ran to greet him. What are you arguing with them about, he asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him into the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus said, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? 
from childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, asked Jesus. Everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet and he stood up. Like this dad, I cried out to God to help, to please help my unbelief last week. I stepped out on faith. I felt the Holy Spirit tell me to give 10% of my earnings that I made to the charity shelter fund, even though this would put me further in the negative from what I was short of. But I did it anyway. Within 30 minutes, I checked the mail and someone had left the exact amount of money that I needed in my mailbox. I was so overcome with emotion that I collapsed on the floor of my living room, stunned, and then thanking and praising God. Waiting can be the hardest thing in the world, but when God answers, it's enough to knock you off of your feet. God bless you, and I hope that you have an awesome week. for me